Hello. Welcome to Reality Call. So we hung up. It's been a hot minute. It has. It's been since October. Yes. We took a little podcasty break because of the holidays. Yeah. Ashley's super busy with work. Yes. So I have to like, like straight on the air of caution when texting or calling because like I don't know how her day is going. Text call. You may get a response five to seven business days. <laughs> yes. Tis the season of retail and it was a great season and now we're on the other side. It's January and life is calmer. Yes. You have a newborn now or no a, a one year old. One year old. I got to come down and see her for the um, her. Me, See, I guess. I saw Bailey no, yeah, that's for the ba- one-year-old baby boy's birthday party this month. And we were like, let's put a date down for some podcasts. Yes. Yeah. Not even like a week later, this boy's yeah. walking. <laughs> that baby be walking around. He's also in size 2T clothing. Yeah. No, he's in the 99th percentile. <laughs> he he a big boy. He is one years old as of January 4th. 4th. And he is in 2T clothing. So he's a big boy. It's the best. He a tonk. I know, but I love the chonky skin. He's a chonky. I want to suck on his cheeks. I want to put his toes in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like women nature. Yeah. Like what happens? Put the baby in Even my... after my first daughter, I was not like baby obsessed, but now I'm finding babies more attractive. Like, yeah. In the idea of like loving on them. Oh, yeah. Because in the beginning, I was like, mm, I don't like babies that much. And maybe because oh. I was younger. Now I'm like softer. And okay. It's my second baby. I don't yes. know. Hormones hit right. I don't know. They just lined up. I have no children, and I still want to put them baby toes. In I know. So. I know. That's just a woman's instinct. It is. I just love me a baby. I love that baby's skin. I want to sniff their hair, and I want to put their toes in my mouth. Yes. Okay. So, per tradition, mm-hmm. we are going to be opening a bottle of wine. Normally, we have a cocktail of some sort, a glass of wine, or whatever, and we're going to just open it, pop the top, and talk about it. So And see who's better at... Better I at like the judging game. it. Yeah. I like the game. I want to basically, a, what do we call it? What? Want to be, be a sommelier. <laughs> yes, we have a segment. <laughs> We're official. This is so, the segment. Listen, ready? This is my favorite sound. I said we should make this our intro. Ready? You need to push it up. So okay, ready? ready? <laughs> Woo! Weak girl arms over here. My favorite sound. Watch yourself, okay? <laughs> my favorite sound. <laughs> Se- only second, second to, to yeah. Ready? Get the mic close. That on recording it's is a like g- the most beautiful sound. It really is a great sound. After a week of work, oh, nothing beats that sound. <laughs> Listen for it. Oh. <laughs> it's better than a man. <laughs> oh, all day. All day. Okay, so we have the fluffy billows from Napa Valley Oakville 2017 Cabernet Sauvignon. We are big fans of the cabs, so we just can't get off Napa cabs. Uh, our mutual great friend, Becca. <laughs> Be- uh, shout out, Becca. Becca. She and her hubby showed me this wine, actually, when we went to an Italian place down in Dallas. So, okay. And I became a huge fan. I had oh, to go I didn't know that. find it and go buy, like, four bottles. Okay. Of okay, well, cheers. Cheers. We've popped it. Sniff, sniff. We're sniffing. Very oaky. I'm getting a super tree cut. Is it because Oakville? <laughs> it may be. Hold on. It no, may, I'm, you're not wrong. I'm tasting oak. For sure. What does an oak taste like? Let me tell you. You licked a tree. Licked a dry tree with sap. And you have that sap left in your mouth. 
It's so good, though. Something great about a Napa wine. If you don't know dick about wine, and you go to a nice restaurant, and you're like, what do I order? A cab from Napa is a solid bet. Yeah. It's the best bet. Yes. You can't go wrong. Very much so. It's very good. Um, okay, so yeah, oak. We both say oak. I'm gonna a say, little smoke in the middle and just dry at the end. I like it. I'm going to say some like cherry, some uh, cherry. Black cherry. Okay, you can't agree with me. I, okay. We're supposed I'll to say, be I'll say a dark fruit, like a dark, like a dark blueberry, not even blueberry. I'm getting blackberries. I'm getting okay. like a super ripe berry. Mm. I don't know. I think we kind of agreed. Yeah, dark, okay. dark cherry. Okay, whatever. Maybe we're there's getting There's a difference better. between cherry and black cherry, though. Like, this has a very black dark. Black cherry. Yeah, there's a difference between Coke and Dr. Pepper, and Dr. Pepper has, like, a black cherrier taste. Dr. Pepper's disgusting. It's so <laughs> gross. I don't know how it's people. Like plumbing. It's like a Texas thing. Is it? I'm not a fan of sodas in general, but if I'm going to drink something, I'll drink a Coke. Okay, so okay. this is funny because I was, like, actually listening to this thing. is about people that were moving to Texas, and they were like, Texas people, like, the <laughs> highway signs are just a recommendation. Yeah, <laughs> they actually... The speed limit is not actually a yes. limit. And it's, they were like, not only does everybody have a truck, but everybody, even if they don't have a truck, backs into parking spots. Yep. And I was like, what is that about? Like, yeah. I never want to back into a parking spot. Like, that's not my jam. Like... You basically want to back in because you want to make leaving easier. Yes, I agree. But then you make it that much longer to get in. To park. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What? I don't, I still don't get it. It's something, like, when I'm in my it's truck. It's a man's thing, I think. When I'm in Trey's truck, it is easier to back in than park in the front. It's, like, way to whipping it. It's because, like, the bed's so long? Maybe. It may be something Y'all let us bed. know. Keep, please comment. No one ever, I don't think you can even comment on Spotify. You like, can go in and, like, comment on the post and be like, you're right about the truck. It's easier to back in if you have a long bed. Well, Long bed, know. extended cab, you're backing in. It's well, extended cab... That just means you're, like, you're parking Extra a long. boat. Extra you're parking long. a boat. Okay, so we're uh, going to look at the, uh, pause on the, the truck talk. We're going to look at the Napa um, wine and see if we were even close with the black cherry idea. Okay, let's bring it up. Yes. All right, so look, give it one more scent. Give me something else besides black cherry and it's delicious. Oh give me something else. This is a nice dry finish. I mean, I dry they all are. All cabs Maybe are. we need to start drinking something else because all we can say we is... We don't like Pinot Noir. We tried. I, I actually do. My dad kind of got me into some of them and they're pretty good. Mm. I did that. We did a flight tonight earlier at a Red Feather in Melissa. They're in Texas or if you're in North Texas, highly recommend this little place called Red Feather. Um, really cute. We sat on the patio with blankies and they gave us a flight and there was a um, Pinot Noir or cab and I still liked the cabs over Pinot Noir. Yeah. And they were pretty good. Okay. Yeah, they were good. All right. So we've got, let's see, um, where'd my Vivino? If you don't have a Vino app and you like wine, yeah, highly Vivino, recommend. V-I-V, what is it? V-I-V-I-N-O. Okay. Yeah. So you can actually log uh, your wines that way. And so you can take a picture of it and the label and it will tell you like based on your profile and what you like and how you rate it. 
Um, yeah, it, it's really it's, cool and it categorizes everything. And then it gives you like ideas for new stuff. It'll tell you what to pair it with. And we're not sponsored by Vivino, but shout out Vivino if you know anybody there. But you can also go to a, or to a grocery store and just take a photo of the label and it'll tell you what the average price is. So if you're getting it on sale, are you getting a de- good deal? And it'll tell you what do you pair that wine with? So yeah. sometimes you're like, what would, what would I eat this with? What would I, would I pair it with? Mm-hmm. And it's a great, okay. So this one does say it is a 4.4 rating. The average price, about $50 a bottle. So you opened the good shit for us. I okay, did. I appreciate I did, that. Bitch. It is a <laughs> It is a cab from 2017. It is among the top 2% wines in all the world. Love that. It's Napa, so you can't go wrong. Okay, so we are getting um, oak, vanilla, and tobacco. And you're getting mentions of oaky tones. So, point for us on the oak. Yeah. Tobacco is a good way to explain it because sometimes I can't, like, I'm having a hard time. Smoke doesn't give it the right words because, like, there's a difference between a cigarette, ashtray, and tobacco. Yeah. There's a different smell to that. Yeah. Cigar versus cigarette. Bitch, we got blackberry, dark fruit, and plum. Boom. We nailed it. I mean, we're basically Somalians. I mean, there's no cherry on there. But there is no yes. dark cherry, but we'll, <laughs> we will take dark fruit, black cherry, dark okay. cherry. Okay. We'll take it. And then leather, earthy, and smoke. Okay. Let's just go ahead and give ourselves a pat on the back. Lick just a round of a fucking applause. Yeah, good okay. For good for us. Um, the state, for it being this young, it really surprised me how good it was. Chocolate, uh, relatively soft tannins, and French oak. I mean, I feel like we've nailed it. We nailed. like the French oak. Black cherry, dried violets, and vanilla along that's with spices. That's somebody's opinion. But that's still a great opinion. <laughs> it is. It's a good opinion. Because it was ours. Yeah. Well, I think also that um, when we went to Napa and we tried and we mixed all those wines, that we did determine like if we like the French oak or the American oak and stuff like that. There is a difference to that flavor. Isn't it weird? It is so weird. It's, it's really like, cool. If you're not a wine fan... Or if you are a wine fan, you can still go to Napa and thoroughly enjoy yourself. We've done a couple podcasts on while we were in Napa. And we talked a lot about our Napa experience. But we also got this really great experience, Bailey and I, where we went to a winery and literally mixed our own. Yeah. So you've got to taste test. Did you like French oak or regular oak? And then you poured that into your wine. And did you like, you know, uh, a darker, a, a Merlot. I think there was a Merlot in there. And there was... Uh... I was drunk, so I don't remember anything else besides (laughs) the fact that we made it and I got to wear a lab coat. Yes. (laughs) If you want to hear more about that, you can go to our Napa uh, podcast and it tells you like literally step by step, I think. um, How much fun it was. Yeah. And if you also are ever like, hey, where do we go? Please reach out on Instagram or Messenger. It literally gives Bailey and I life to recommend places to stay or places to go if we've ever been there. And we're Mm -hmm. big fans of Paris and Napa. So put it on down. Cheers to that. Cheers. Okay. Cheers to best friends. Cheers to best friends. Finally meeting back up again. It's, a, it's been a minute. Sis. Dude, it's been like three months. That's nuts. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so we're going to hit this off really we're talking about holidays, our family traditions. We'd love to hear from y'all to hear like what your family traditions are. Like I actually heard one of my family traditions from a patient um, that I had. And I created this family tradition okay. for our family. I love this. Yeah. What you do? Well, um... I figured, like, we'd hit it off with, like, how our holidays went first. Right. We so, it's January that. 21st, and we're just Is survived. It? Yeah. We just survived. It's the 21st, right. We just survived Christmas season, and it is, I mean, such a whirlwind. She counts it as survived. I'm like, I'm living every moment into the best moment in my Grinch life. Like, that's my thing. 
So I, I didn't die. She she <laughs> has like I'm running around. I'm a psycho during that time. Like she's doing all the shows, getting all of that freaking product, and it's it's a busy busy. With season. two retail businesses at Christmas time, it kicks my ass. And then to this moment, it's January twenty first. My Christmas uh like a uh, village is still up. My yeah. tree is down. Everything is down. Yeah. My village is still up. The village like, takes time, though. It's a lot of work. So yeah. I'm just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy it. Yeah. So. so when we say village, we're talking about these, like, porcelain little villages. And they're... They're an obsession. Once you pop, you can't stop. She got me on it. She got me on it hard. And, but I'm only about the Grinch village. It's Department 56. They're so cute. They have, like... Look it up on eBay. Yes. Or Google it. Or Amazon even has yes. a little something something. I even, like, look up, like, what the new year is coming out oh, with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every year. So good. Now they, they have, like, retired pieces. You have to, like, fight for people. Oh, yeah. It's, like, $300 for a tiny little, like, one-inch piece of porcelain. I'm like... Tiny. This is ridiculous. I cannot believe that. A little one inch Cindy Lou Who. Money well spent. Yeah, no, but then it collect like it's a collector's. Yeah, thing. It's, it's an really fun. One it's, of these days our grandparents or yeah. grandkids are never gonna fight. For when these. you get old, you're gonna be like, Okay. No, I already know Blair's gonna take it. She's okay. she's already in love with it. She like she's like, Can I help you put it out? And I'm like, You can help me open them up. And I'm like, You, can you cannot me. touch them after that. <laughs> you can help me not break them. Yeah. Tell them in the story about how tell them. She's taking her head no. No. How Dylan, okay. her husband. That fudger, let me tell you, okay. <laughs> so he comes he comes in and he's messing with my village. Ends up breaking. So there's like a three little person. Um, it's Cindy Lou Who, Grinch, and Max, okay? And they're like all little by themselves, but they're very fragile and they're tiny. And he ends up breaking a pee or the head off of Max. On my village. And I was like, what did you just do? <laughs> okay. And then we end up going to Ashley's. And this fool breaks her Max's head off. Okay. And I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, I know like how much all these are and how much they mean to everybody. And I'm like, oh my God, you've broke that. Like, You're how not even allowed do that? to look in the vicinity no. of the Grinch village I was anymore. like, oh gosh. She's so like, it's funny. okay. She's so nice. She's like, it's okay. We'll just super glue it back on. <laughs> and then this year I got, I was trying to put something back in and I think I broke Cindy Lou Who and I was like, ah, it's, it, it kills me. It's fragile to look at them wrong. Like yeah. they just need to. They live in styrofoam mm-hmm. and f- like cellophane, and they're, they're so just cute. Babies. They remind me back of like okay, so my nana, so who's my grandma? She had like the huge Christmas villages that light up and they put the fake snow under them and stuff like that. So this is just like those yeah. that you remember seeing, but they're like themed. They're Christmas movies that you've yeah, seen. Yeah. So she also. What else do you have? I have. Um, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and yes. I also have Elf. So you get like the world's best cup of coffee, coffee make like coffee uh, restaurant. You get um, the uh, old family station wagon from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation oh with the tree on top. And Eddie, Uncle Eddie, like cousin Eddie, is out clearing there clearing out the. He's in his robe yes. with his uh, septic um, pipes. Pose, yes, yeah. it's a whole thing. It's and the each best. piece is like. Each piece you like save up to do that each year. You get the cousin Eddie, and you get the um, you know uh, you showing Jolie and Elf or Buddy the Elf like taking the sip of coffee. Like it's a fun thing to collect. 
So, yeah. So every year you obviously cannot just like purchase it all unless you've made a money. But yeah. other than that, yeah. It's They're all made of money. And each year they come out with different pieces. So it's a lot of fun. Highly yeah. recommend. Look it up. Look Department it up. 56. Yeah. You'll love it. If you have a favorite Christmas movie, see if they have a theme and get you some villages. Yeah. It's okay. So tell me though about one of your patients who. Yeah. Oh, well, let me first tell you about my Christmas and then okay. I'll like, get to that. So. Okay. Um, this year, my family, we normally, like, celebrate at my mom's because she's, like, always decorated and all the best and, like, the tree's done, everything. Well, her house, she has been building a home for three years now or maybe three and a half now. It has gone sour, so sour. The builder has, like, screwed her over. I'm not even going to get into it. I've heard the story, like, 1,800 times, okay? But she's still not in the house. And we expected to be in there, um, way before December, and so we were like, well, we're, you know, going to have Christmas at her house. That's what we expected. Well, this year, obviously, she went in the house. So then we decided, let's all just, like, go to Broken Bow. How fun would that be, right? So we rented a home. And then on Christmas Eve, we are all going to drive down there and stay in the home. So when we got a call saying that there had been a freeze and electricity was out, well, their pipes busted. And then I got a call from my mom saying, well, they have one of the water heaters working in the house, not the other. So we're like, well, we could all shower on the same side of the house. It's not that big of a deal. Then my dad's like, no, contact the guy. Make sure that there's a water heater working. And thank God we did that because they both weren't working. And somehow it got misconstrued based on, like, the owner to, like, the manager to all the people. So we ended up not going. So me and my husband, like, rushed back home New uh, Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah. Because my mom's house is, like, full of boxes. It has been for, like, over a year. She yeah. had packing people come in because they assumed that they were moving into their home. So they're, like, completely packed up. And mom doesn't even have a tree anymore. She threw it out. Oh, so I was no. like, we're going to celebrate here. So everybody came here, which is The great. whole family. Yeah. Whole family. On Christmas Eve. Yep. Um, and the point of us loving to go out, like, to have time away is in just with each other is that we can get everybody off their phones, oh, off business, mm-hmm. off everything, and enjoying time together. So we, like, told my dad, I was like, if we're not going to go to Broken Bow, like, you're going to stay over here even though he's a 20-minute drive home. I'm like, we're all staying in the house. We're all going to have a good time. We're going to have some drinks. We're going to relax. You're not going to feel rushed to get home or anything like that. So he ended up staying for, like, Four nights, which is amazing. He okay. stayed in the house. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it well. was it was really great. So I had my sister and her family, and then my parents, and then just us. Um, and I had the house like to the nines decorated. It was oh, fabulous yeah. too. Yeah. Um, it was a great Christmas. Got the best stuff. I mean, I feel I feel I feel fulfilled just being with everybody. Really. Yeah. So some of the traditions we typically do is. Um, we have two, and one of them is, like, games for the adults. So, we used to do stockings for the adults. Okay. And we stopped doing that because it got, like, expensive, and it was, like, it was kind of just piddly stuff, that, you know, that you're kind of, like, am I'm I really going to use that? Yeah. Like, am I going to use this face mask? No, probably not. So, um, I kind of came up with an idea after I talked to one of my patients. I was a young kid, and I was, like, well, what do y'all do on the holidays and stuff like that? And he's, like, well, we play this game where we wrap up. Um, different gift cards um, and they uh, different prices different ranges different places and stuff like that and you wrap it up in like uh, 
what is saran it? Saran wrap? Saran wrap. Oh, and you I've make seen this. this huge ball, okay? So we played it that way a couple years, but like we would end up losing the gift cards or not using them because we don't like those places or whatever it is. So yeah. my parents decided like this year we're gonna do cash. So this year we did like money money cash and yeah so it's so fun so you'd unroll it and there's like a hundred dollar bill like floating out or it could have been a dollar and so we put them in these envelopes and my mom tricked us and she ended up having like some that had nothing in it so like it was hilarious because like chad i think it was chad got two in a row that had nothing in it oh it was good it was good stuff so like it was it just made it more fun more comical for the adults you know Mm. it just it was a good time. You're not like wanting the gift. You're just like having fun unrolling. Yes, the yes. Off. And so you only have like 20 seconds to unroll it each person, and then it goes to the next person. If you don't get Do it, you time it. Yeah. You play a song. Like, is it like no? It's chairs? just like a timer, like on your phone. Okay. In 20 right. seconds, like go as much okay. as you can. And sometimes it rips because then I turn like when I roll it, I turn it. And we're talking about the big Costco brand. We use two of them. Oh my. So this God. thing is like, like. Three footballs. Okay, oh, it's huge. Yes. Yeah. And okay. this year I made it like square. So <laughs> normally it's like round. And this year I was like, no, we're going to mix it up. So it was it was really fun though. Oh, how fun. Okay. I've seen that. Ooh, I've seen that on Instagram or Facebook where they record people like unrolling a bag. But I've never played it. It looks so it's fun. It's really fun. You need to try it this year. I love that you got that from a patient. Yeah, no, and I was like, I'm like, I'm going to take that because we had no traditions like that. Like, we made the same kind of food. We did that kind of stuff. But we didn't have anything that was, like, really fun that we did ourselves. So I was like, instead, and I would kind of talk to my mom into it. I was like, instead of spending all this money on stuff we may not use, like, let's just use the cash or whatever. That would be great. Cash and fun game. Yeah. Okay. Cute. Okay, so my family does, we have a huge family, and... Before COVID hit, we were like 40, 50, 60 people deep at my grandma's house. It was too many people for one sitting and my mom couldn't like watch. She has four kids herself, so she couldn't watch us all. And so we ended up doing a Christmas Eve Eve dinner, meaning like we went to meet my mom's house on Christmas Eve Eve, day before Christmas Eve. And we just opened her presents and um, we just exchanged gifts with the immediate family and had dinner there and all that. When COVID happened, our family kind of tapered down. So even then, we were like, do we want to keep doing Christmas Eve Eve? Everybody's kind of been sick on and off or already had the flu or whatever it was. So this year, we didn't do Christmas Eve Eve. We just went up to my grandma's house and had slumber parties. We always do Chinese Christmas or White Elephant. This year, we didn't even do that. And so we were just, um, you know, just made it quick and easy. Santa comes every year, and it's the same guy uh, who comes that, like, does our house for the whole family. But one thing that we uh, that I love doing is tradition. My grandma just buys for all of us. So the tradition is, like, we open all of our presents. And she has, I mean, she doesn't stop. And, and Santa even comes and brings each one of us with our named gifts that she's bought for all of us. But the one thing that I loved that my um, friends had started doing was the... Uh, what was it? Uh, favorite things party. So instead of doing like a Christmas party with your girlfriends or a bunko or whatever it was, like a girls group, we do the favorite things, which means you bring four or five of your favorite things, five of the same exact item. And you go to this party where everybody brings five of their favorite things. You put your name down five times and put it all in a bucket and you pass around and you pull um, the, the five items. So like I brought five of my favorite um, lip masks, 
five of my favorite cups, five of whatever. And you, when you leave, you leave with five of someone else's favorite thing, which I thought was so fun. So I had bought favorite things since like July and been stashing them because you gotta get five lip masks or whatever. It is $20 a piece per gift, but times five, you're just like, this is so much fun. And so I had done um, Lange, I don't think I'm pronouncing it right, Lange Lip Mask, Dots Pretzels, and something else I think from the store. Either way, I left ending up going with, and a lot of girls had bought items from like during Black Friday sale. So I had gotten the Kristen Cavallari, um, what was her, what's her, Uncommon James earrings that were like $70 earrings and she got during Black Friday. So I got a pair of earrings, I got a swig cup, I got uh, nice. a bunch of like tech stuff that I would have never bought myself. And I'm like, I would have never needed this. But now that I have it, this is so awesome. Mm -hmm. It was like a charger that had a bunch of different ends. So you mm -hmm. could literally plug everything in. So when you leave this party, you've walked away with five of someone else's favorite things. Highly recommend favorite things party. Look it up. A lot of fun. Yeah, I've heard of those. I've yeah. heard they're fun. Yes. And yes. you literally will like be in the middle of March and be like, I love that product so much. Should I buy five of them right now and stack them for the <laughs> kids party? That's great. I yeah. love that. A lot of fun. That was good. Okay, so, um, anything else about your holidays? Oh, what was your favorite gift you got? Favorite gift I got, um, without trying to sound like too much of a wine lover, Trey did get me um, a Magnum bottle of Camus wine, which Ooh, I loved. Yeah. He got a great deal on it because it was Christmas season. So he got a hell of a deal. He knew he was getting a deal, and he's like, I can't leave without buying it. And our grocery store only got two of them, and he took one. And then I also got a um, purse that was a beaded champagne bottle. And it has the cutest, like, it's like a bag. I need that, to see a photo. It literally won't even hold my phone. You have to bring that to Paris. I will. I'm going to bring that to Paris. But it won't even hold my phone. It's so small. But it just is an ice bucket with a champagne bottle in it and a chain. And it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. And he bought it. And, I mean. My mouth's open right now. <laughs> uh, it's see. so good. I want to say. It is so good. I mean, I feel like I got some really great gifts. But Trey nailed it with that, that champagne purse. Aww. Yeah. That's awesome. You can't even like take it to work. It's not like a work purse. It's like a no. It's only one it night matches, out. It whatever. matches your outfit. Yeah. I love okay, that. what was your favorite gift? Um, so Dylan and I decided not to do a gift exchange this year. Oh. Well, mainly because like I'm no, going so many people. I'm going on some super big trips and okay. so is he and we're like, let's just put it to that and you know, like we're fine. And I want this is our baby's first Christmas. So I'm like, let's just like do it up. Spoil the baby. Yeah, and we okay. have a girl, a little girl who's seven, who gets um who has her birthday in November, no, the end of November. Yeah. Then we have Christmas. Then my son is the beginning of January. So it's a lot of birthday parties. A lot of expenses within that time. Period a lot too. of family in your house. Yeah. Okay. So fair. anyway, uh, we decided not to, which is totally great with me. I was fine with that. Um. But my mom, she gave me cash uh, where when we go to Paris so I can shop. And yes. then she got me these earrings that she's had forever that I absolutely love. And they are beautiful. I can't even remember where they're from. Dang. I feel like such a bad person. For... <laughs> you just loved them. No. Nothing. Yeah, they're like, um, dang it. Not David Yearman, but they're Ooh. similar like kind of brand towards okay. it. But it's, they're beautiful. 
Um, and they're like so comfortable and lightweight and ever, all the things. So. Just wear them. Yeah. Like a daily wear. Mom knew. And it was funny because she got me and my sister the same gift. She was like, y'all open it at the same time. And I was Aww. like, of course I was like, ha, ha, ha. And I was like trying to open it before Amy. And mom's like, wait, don't you do that. Y'all sister dynamic is so like, what's the word? Like y'all are just, y'all are competitors at heart. You and yeah. Amy both are just like. Let me open it first. Let me do the things first. Y'all are just so funny. Yeah, I got to find out. But mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect that from her. So it was we had kind of the same mindset because I got my mom like um, some Gucci earrings. And Ooh. then, of course, I had to get myself some because I was like, <laughs> okay. So Matching technically, pair. that's what my husband probably got me was my own Gucci earrings that I got myself. Sometimes that's the way to go like because men don't know what to buy you. Like if they went into a store, if they picked out the jewelry counter, they're not going to pick out what you pick out. No. So it's um, it's like they can't you read your mind. Yes, but they can't also like they don't know what to buy you, and they just don't know like, like the the hardest part is just making it go like them their style knowing your style, and they're and like you never know what you're gonna feel, fall in love with until you walk in and go, I need those Gucci earrings. Your husband's not gonna fall in love with that. No. There's so many times I feel like Trey will buy me great stuff, and I'm just like I would have never picked these out. You nailed it though, because I wouldn't have picked that out for myself. But it's like he sees pink and sparkles, and he can't go wrong. Yeah. But like I wouldn't, bu- I wouldn't spend the money on myself, and it's fun. But it's still, he picked out sparkly pink. He knows, he knows the drill. That's fabulous. Yeah, I love that. Um, my birthday is in October, and it's not Christmas best present ever. But Bailey did buy me the cutest gift for my birthday, and it was these custom pug earrings with not just pug face on them, but with my pug pixies face on them and and she was like do you realize they're not pugs they're pixie's face and i'm like this is not a normal pug's face this is pixie's face because she's hung out she she's a brindle pug so she's not a fawn pug she just has a different look and she's very squishy and she has a very tiny head and um i loved them and i immediately was like holy shit i love this so over the holiday my pixie pug died she passed away she was 10 years old and we were kind of talking about what to talk about on the podcast tonight. And I was like, can I talk about Pixie? Because she, we, I don't have children. So this was my baby. And she is such a biz, such a part of my business. And she'd been with us since the day we were literally married. She'd been with us for over, uh, going on 11 years yeah. when she passed. So when she passed, it was so sudden. And she was the youngest of the three dogs that we have. We have a 14-year-old, a 12-year-old, and a 10-year-old. So when we lost Pixie, it was such a surprise. And Bailey, I think, just didn't know what to say. And it's, you, what do you say? Like, what do you say to someone? Because it's not like, it's not a kid and it's not just a dog. And you don't know where that middle ground is to say, what do I say? Like, you, what do you yeah. do to, to heal someone? What do someone? you say when anyone dies? There's right. not any words that can take that pain away from them. All you can do is just literally be there. But yep. it's like, I, I also wasn't there. So it's like, it also feels like, I'm, am I being a bad friend? But should I give her space? And it, mm-hmm. it was a very... It's very uncomfortable because you it feel is. awful and you're just like, I, I don't want to bring it up because what if she's having a, a the first day that she's felt okay and then yeah. I say something and it sets her back. So you're like, this shit, where do you moment. go from yeah. that? That's it, such a hard place. It was, it was just a hard place to be in just in general and it yeah. happened so suddenly and we, we knew she was sick by at like noon that day and she died by 10 o'clock that night and it was mm. so fast. So I just wanted to talk about that quickly because she was such a 
monumental part of my life and people who've ever been to my house's life and they understand that she was just a, a velcro tell, tell them how many people saw you in bouquets I, we probably had 25 bouquets sent between the store that's like and a death home. of a family member it, I received, that really is it really i is. received more love from this dog passing than i had when my granddad died or so on and and you know when when older people and people you love pass like the pain is so real and you feel like someone just died but Old people die, and I mean, old dogs die. This mm-hmm. is part of it. This was just our our youngest baby, and we know we have older dogs. We don't. We've talked about every time we have people over, and they're like, "Wow, your dogs are really old. When are you getting a puppy? Or you know, your dogs are gonna die soon. What are you doing?" And we were just like, "Shut the fuck up. They're all young. They're all happy. They're all healthy. They're all." But we, we mean not to say we expected the oldest dog, Chupacabra. She's a cow dog. She's had cancer in her leg eight times. She's on her. I don't even know how many surgery and we not to say we were prepared for her to pass but we were like she's the oldest we were prepared for the oldest to go and we went down the line so when pixie the baby had died it was just such a strange thing and everybody was just uncomfortable and it was so sudden and it was just it was a pile of shit is what it was and it was right before christmas and so we just we moved past it and my husband and i are still working on it and um it's you a know. lust. You feel them. They're by you every second of the day. Yeah. Like, you know when they're not there. Right. And and that's why I think also, too, it was like, I don't know how to, like, how do you uh, business even wise go, like, my my inspiration for this store name. Yeah, so her pink pug. Right. Both yeah. of my store, my clothing stores that I own, that's literally how I put food on the table, is named after these dogs. It's the pink pug and pug on a pontoon. And, and Pee Wee, of course, is part of that. And he's such a huge, he was literally my first, like, pug, puppy. And he's older than Pixie. But Pee Wee, I told Bailey tonight, is a lover of everyone. He is just a puppy. Uh, he's, a, he's a 12-year-old puppy who loves everyone. He's a people person. He loves kids. He loves families. He loves everybody. Pixie loved me and Trey. He, and, and I love this, too, because right before, when Bailey had come down, our very last podcast, I think we recorded. Did we record that No, night? we didn't. We didn't even record that It was night. for your birthday. Okay, so Bailey had come down for my birthday in October. Sick. Your throat was Yeah, I was on my deathbed, but she had come down, and Pixie kind of started, like, after 10 years of being decade. a little bitch to she Bailey. She licked me she all her, night. She yeah. loved on me. And it was the first time I think you were like bonding with her and you're like, I get why you like this little bitch. Well, when someone <laughs> loves you, you're like, oh, how can I not love it back? It's yes. Like, and like, just the fact that she was so like, I don't need you. I don't like you. I don't like mm-hmm. anybody but my mama. And then when she accepted me, I was like, <gasps> my mouth was literally dropping. I couldn't, like, I kept looking at them like, are y'all seeing this? Are you seeing are this you puppy seeing be nice it? to me? This is the best. It was great. So I, honestly, I know that's sad, but I'm like, she accepted me before she passed. Yep. And that was pretty cool. The last little hurrah. Yep. So anywho, uh, to change the subject to be a nice, happy moment, but um, we had just a shitty fucking... That part was quarter, yeah. quarter, last quarter. Yeah. It was sucky. So, uh, January is here, and we're having, um, everything's calmed down, and Christmas is over, and we're just trying to, like, let's bring on 2020. 2020. 2020? No, what year is we it? We don't want to go back bring to on, that. We do not want to go back to that. <laughs> let's not start that. Bring on 2023. To be honest, for 2023, we got some some awesome things We have planned. a lot to look forward. I literally need a, a goal to run towards. Yeah, we got them. We got it. So and we're going to go to uh, Paris in April. Yeah. We're going to podcast actually there. Well, we're in Paris. I'm very it's gonna excited. It's going to be a girl excited. And it was Are you packing that or me? 
I'll pack. It's fine. <laughs> Actually, I told my mom because she's going to go like business classes. Oh. They wanted to pay bougie money. So I was like, bring the medium goes. bag because they get two check bags. So okay. I was like, bring a free medium bag and I'll put this puppy in it. We got to pack the suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, we're going to go to Paris for like five days and then we are jumping to, um, Italy's coast or no, France's coast and going to Monaco, Monte Carlo. Um, and we're going to be there for a couple days and then we're jumping to Italy's coast and going to Positano. So it's like right by the Amalfi coast and it is supposed to be amazing. We have brilliant things planned. I'm taking Ashley on this massive hike but i have heard like if you do not do it you are missing out on these views put me down i'll pack this so it's only me and ashley doing it everyone else we've got a group of eight people going okay but tell them how it started out i know we don't want to get too much into paris yeah we will go paris and napa a lot but go on so we first it was a girl's trip okay so it was me and my mom um my sister and then ashley that was like the plan okay and then my dad ended up retiring and he was like whoa what am i gonna be doing like i don't have anything to do and he's very much what did he say two years ago when we first went to paris the first trip oh he was like you're crazy, terrorist, blah, blah, blah. I would Paris, never go. No, no. I would never go to Paris, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So my, I, my mom thought he would never go. So she's <laughs> like, we're going to have to make it a girl's trip. He'll never go with me. And they've never been to Europe. So they've been over to like China, Dubai. They've done all these, these crazy things for work, but they've never been over to Europe, which I. As a vacation. Too. Yes. Yeah. But as a vacation. Like, and so I'm so excited to bring them to like one of my favorite places and. And just show them what that's going to be about. And I got to plan the whole entire thing, um, which is really and exciting. And Bailey's, like, second love, I think, or, or second great business venture you should go into one day is freaking travel planning. And it's not even just, like, planning vacations. It's, like, where you should go, what you should do, down to, like, take this cookie-making class. And now even my husband, who is just, like, along for the ride whatever is just like whatever bailey plans he will show up for her because Aww. every single one has been so out of the park down to the the food tour the pasta making class like everything we want to go on vacation and almost like y'all just go ahead we don't want to and every single time has been so monumental to our like existence after that trip like it literally has like Aww. we went and did a pasta making class and to this day won't eat pasta unless yeah. it's it was like a so. farmhouse in Florence, and it was just Ugh. insane. The and you half ass want to be like, oh, we're going on a couple's trip with another couple. Y'all go do the things. We'll do our own thing. Every time we pushed ourselves to do what Bailey had planned and fucking nailed it. So Aww, in your second you. life, or write a blog, or I know. whatever it I is. I need someone else to write it, and I just tell them what's going yes. on. Yes, <laughs> you could have a ghostwriter or something, because yes. she has got it down. So again, when I said in the beginning of the podcast... If you ever have a travel place that we've ever been or if you're like, do you know anything about this one place, please reach out because Bailey probably has it, done it, researched it, and booked it and tell you exactly where to go through. So, okay, Unless it's Asia. (laughs) We haven't done that yet. So we will get there at some point. We will get there. But, um, no, yeah. So my dad has been so anti, like, Paris and all this stuff. He's just on Europe in general. Yeah, Europe in general. But he's just so, like, worried about, like, too many people. He's kind of just low-key. Like He's an American older dude in 2020-something. Yeah. So, Yeah. yeah. But things have totally lightened up on travel and all this stuff. And so he's like, well, I'm going. And I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) And he's like, he's like, yeah, I am. 
So he basically forced himself on the trip. And then he invited his two friends, which I actually love. They went to the Bahamas with us, um, which I talked about in our other podcast. And I love them so much. So I'm totally down to bring them along and show all these people, like, Europe for the first time and... I'm so excited. And another friend ended up joining. and It's like nine people now. Yeah, it's like nine people. It's going to be the best. A quick little four-person girls girls week in Paris has turned into nine people. Yeah. They all want to be a part of this. Yeah. Yeah. And then in September, we are going to go to Greece. Okay. (laughs) Ashley isn't signed on yet. But I haven't basically, I don't know anything. I just tell her like, where do I Venmo or PayPal? Yeah. Like, sign me up for all the things. So, we're doing almost two weeks in Greece. So, I actually had a girl in Pilates tell me about her trip. And then I started researching all these little islands. And I was like, I can't just get in and out of here in, like, a few days. That cannot work. And so, I just had to, I kept on extending it and extending it. And I was like, okay, I have to see what I want to see. There's so much like mythological history there mm-hmm. and it is so interesting so much to and see. i'm so excited and we're gonna go right in like winter or i mean summertime where you can enjoy the water and Ugh. all the things it's gonna so be i'm a sucker for water like take me to mexico cool. all day long and i just put me on a beach so she's camping. gonna come she just hasn't booked yet but yeah. she'll be there I'm yes sure. i'll be there yeah i'll be there. i even got my travel agent who took us on our very first italy tour or, or europe tour recommended yeah. Where to go? Yeah. She's jumping in. She's jumping in on this trip. Because yeah. Bailey's done such a great job. Yeah. So I cannot yeah. stress enough, if you need some recommendations, she's got it down because she's probably researched it. Yes. So why don't we just go down a list of where all we've gone together? Oh, God. Let's go. Okay. Mexico. Yeah. Where, though? Cancun? Or was Cancun that Playa Carmen? and Playa del Carmen. We've been to both. Okay. And then uh, Paris. Obviously, twice. Twice. And then uh, Florence. Ro- Florence, Italy. Florence, Rome. Rome. And then uh, Croatia. And then... Dubrovnik. Where else did we go? Germany. We went, oh, we went to Munich. Munich. And then we went to... Um, what was the little town that the the uh, com- uh, concentration camp was in? Was it Munich? Same mm-hmm. town? Mm-hmm. We took a train. Yeah, I don't know if it was actually Munich. What... Oh, man. I know. I'm trying to play. It was the very first Germany. Uh, concentration camp they ever... Yes. What okay. was that? I'm drawing a blank, but let's just say Germany. Oh, my gosh. I can't remember. It definitely was Germany. I feel... We did a three-day run for 17 days in, in Europe. It was fabulous. It was but... enough time to get yeah. to know we were obsessed. Yeah. And then we've been to Napa twice together, yep. obviously. Uh, we've gone to Fredericksburg, Fredericksburg, Texas. So you can literally reach out and say, "Give me Texas, give me America, and give me give me the world, and yeah. tell me where to go." We've had Canada planned forever, and we are doing this next year. We are doing it. I bought sneakers no for Canada. What? I bought hiking shoes for Canada. No matter what, next year we're doing it. Put me it. down. I mean, I'm ready. We are going to Banff National Park. Yes. And and then we're gonna go the opposite side, yeah, near Toronto, and we're gonna camp like yep. glamp, really, glamp not camp. camp. So let me tell you something. Bailey doesn't camp. She doesn't um, hostel. We don't go <laughs> shitty. We are not backpacking. Bailey doesn't fuck around. But we're also young and we're in our 30s. So it's definitely something. If you can focus. We're almost in our mid-30s. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> if you can save and you can just budget and you can do maybe a little side hustle and collect cash here and there. This is affordable. Is that the wind? 
I don't know, but something just howled. It sounded like a scary ghost movie where like the ghost comes out. Bailey and I are home alone, and we're gonna get murdered first. (laughs) Okay, I have been watching a lot of murder stuff, and okay, I'm not gonna lie. Have you listened to? Okay, we I'm big crime junkie fan, so Mm -hmm. this uh, Ashley. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you listened to the Scott Peterson thing? The new one, Crime Junkie. Yes, Crime Junkie. It's on theirs. Okay, have you listened to the Scott Peterson? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Or whatever. Or maybe le- maybe more than that. But it's right within that. Okay. Um, well, she, uh, or no. Lacey Peterson. Yeah, Lacey. It was an old case, so it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. new or anything old like that. Old Scott Peterson. Well, it's but- funny because I remember hearing about it whenever um, it was coming out, but I don't remember like actually following it. I wasn't into that kind of stuff, like at the time. Yeah. And then... Um, I watched the new, like, release. I can't believe it's, like, Netflix or Hulu or something like that. And they came out with, like, Scott's side of it. Okay. I watched it believing that, like, they didn't have enough evidence to really put him behind bars. Yeah. And so it's funny because the crime junkie, she talks about that a little bit in the very beginning. I haven't finished it because I want to watch it with my mom or listen to it with my mom. Because she believes 100% he's guilty. Right. And I've already felt like if I was on that jury, I don't know if I could put Without a reasonable doubt. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if I could have done it. There's not so, enough evidence there. Yeah. So it's very interesting. And then they kind of bring up some stuff like that. So I was like, oh, we need to listen to that. So anyway, yes. go listen to that. Okay. Fabulousness. I try to only listen to it when I drive to Midland. So I have four hour drive. So yeah. I like collect all my crime junkies. So if it's been in the last two weeks... I haven't listened to it, and I am here to listen to it. A lot of the times... Listen to it on the way home. Okay, on the... Uh, I listened to a um, COVID shot on the way here. So I was like... COVID? Yes, the vaccine. What does it do? What it, did you read? I'm not even going to get into political? it. Is political? Yes. So I'm not even going to get into it. Which one was it? Pfizer or... No, no, I covered all of them. It was called uh, Drop Dead. Who... Were they liberal or... It, it literally covered both. So just, like, just give like, me a quick It really quick covered synopsis. a lot. It covered a lot of the um, embalmers. And it was a lot of the embalmers. embalmers. The people who embalm people. And how they were just, like, in the since twenty January 2021, the amount of people that we were embalming that had the blood. And they had to drain the blood. So, like, the embalming okay, people. Okay, this is really interesting. You have to, like, get oh, in detail. Okay, I'm well, sorry. I was just, we, okay. To say something that we were probably not supposed to say while we talk about podcasts, because before we hit start, we were like, let's not talk about this. Let's not talk about We She both, said that. I didn't say ba- that. <laughs> you brought it up. Bailey and I both discussed, like, <laughs> don't talk about bad stuff because we don't want to get into it. But also, Bailey and I both got the COVID shot because we were just like... We want to go to Paris. We wanted to go to Paris. The only way you could go to travel during 2020 to 2022 was to get the COVID shot to mm-hmm. leave the country. And we were like, we would do anything to go back to Paris. Good Lord, we got to get out of this Literally. <laughs> but this, this um, show that my brother-in-law sent me, it was, it was a movie. It was like an hour and eight minutes. And it was talking about the embalmers who are like, I've been in the embalming like, business for 40 years. I work for, you know, all these funeral home people were embalming people. They would have to drain people's blood. That's the part of their job. And all of them were pulling out insane amounts of blood clots. And they were like, we literally don't know what this is. It was blood clots. So it's abnormal as hell. Abnormal until as after fuck. all that's gone yes. down. Okay. Yes. In the 40 years, 20, from 12 years to 40 years, these people were like, I've never seen this. And some of them were only 12 years in. Some were only 40 years in. And they were like pulling out blood clots that look like calamari or rubber bands. <gasps> and it was like in the veins. 
And then in other, like, their arteries were pulling out, like, they would literally show, I had to stop watching at one point because I had, like, a weak stomach, and I don't get a weak stomach, and it was, like, with their tweezers pulling out these clots, and they're, like, we can't even call them clots because they're not clots. They almost look like if you were to pull the cotton ball or cotton tuft off the end of a Q-tip, like, the cotton of it mixed with blood, or if it was cotton ball, or... So it wasn't quite a clot, it was just, like, they, this weird, they like... They were, they said, they were like, it's not a clot because we know what a blood clot looks like. When someone strokes out or has a stroke or has a blood clot and they die or whatever. You've seen it for years. Yeah. You've seen it for years. It's a clot. This was not a blood clot, but it literally clotted their blood. So we have to call and it a blood is clot. Is it a lot in one person or is it It was a something... lot in, throughout the veins. So the veins, they were pulling snake. They like, pull veins literally, out of people? No, no, they it's not veins. Them? They pull out, like they normally drain blood. And so they were like draining blood and nothing in certain areas was coming out. And oh, they're like, because they had the claws. Yeah, and so oh. they were like, we had literally put in like saline to like flush and stuff was not coming. So they had to go into the arteries. So there's difference between the veins and the arteries. Yeah. And there and those two different things were just like, this clots don't happen here or whatever. And they would grab tweezers and it would look like almost like a, a fishing worm. What out. is this called? And I literally never got an answer in the show, but it was between a difference between a worm and a calamari and a cotton ball tuft. It was like cottony, like white fluff. And then there was also things that in all of this blood had either beach sand or coffee grounds that was clotting. And they were saying, anyway, I, I'm not even going to go keep furthering into it, but it still was just like, we all, as like, we were going to like embalming, we have embalming associations. It's a thing that we do because we're all part of this business for 40 years. And we all were just like, do you, are, are you, you saying this? this? Yes. Yeah. And like, what we don't want to be like whistleblowers or people to like cause shit. But like, we were also like, what, are y'all seeing this too? Because I never in my years have seen this. And they talked about other things, but either way, that was just really like, Wicked. but what was it? What is this cotton fluff? Wicked. Like, what is this? Wicked. And there was no answers. And they literally kept pulling it out and pulling it out. And it literally looked like, I mean, everybody's kind of envisioning what a blood clot looks like. Yeah. And they had tables and tables of Weird. shit. Okay, I gotta watch that. It's very interesting. Um, so and I sat down at dinner Friday night and I saw my brother-in-law and I was like, am I gonna die? And they said, the worst is gonna happen. You're gonna... Well, the p- part two in the movie is they showed people literally dropping dead and they had all this security footage all over the world, there was Hungary, China, everywhere. We're I literally we're getting into this more. Well, I, <laughs> watching people die and then fall in front of trains, or watching people die and just like at, a, at like a, a sports game, and that this the like the state they're sitting in the stands and had a stroke of death. It was so like I don't know. Well, as a person who got a shot, I was like, "Am I going down?" Like, and I they wish said, I had like some X file music. Is like da da da. No, it's like it's weird. It's like da 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 or whatever, and then like you don't know. Well, so. they said you're only in trouble in up to five months. The worst was going to happen. Within. You're either going to die pretty quick, or you're going to die in five months. And I was like, Phew. "We went to Paris when? Forever real. Okay, so last September esque, like almost two years ago." It was it two or years? one and a half years ago? Yeah, Paris was. Yes, it was five seconds ago in my brain. I know. Okay, well, we're we're out of the woods. Better question, real quick: the Idaho murders. Have you been following uh, this? Yes. Okay. Yes. I can like not wait until this information gets out. Like what they actually know. When Crime Junkie can officially do a podcast on oh. it. 
Please I'm do going it. to eat Please it with a fucking it. spoon. I do. Mean, well, here's the other thing. I just had a girls' weekend at my house because we have a pool and a lake, and everybody's like, "Let's go to Ashley's every single Kelly's birthday." My friend Kelly in Midland. Shout out Kelly. And all of them refused to sleep in my home until I locked every fucking door. Good for just, them. You should lock your door. That's I, did, I should lock my doors, but I also have this like false sense of security. Mm-hmm. Like right mm-hmm. now, I didn't even lock my truck. And she said here. false. False sense of security. I know that. Like I know I shouldn't feel this comfortable because in our own old homes, we were robbed seven times at one location, twice at one location, and now we're here we are not even locking our doors. I shouldn't feel comfortable. But all of these women were like, I'm not sleeping in your house if you lock every door, every window. And then they woke up the next morning and one of them was like, you have a doggy door? I wouldn't have slept so good knowing that because they could have oh, crawled to the doggy Okay, door. so creepy. My ex-fiance uh, crawled into my parents' dog door and stole some of my shit. What kind of shit? Did he steal your underwear? I know. It's not <laughs> weird like that. Like, he took something that he wanted. I couldn't remember, but we knew that the dog door had been open because we have a little uh, slit. So, we broke up, and I moved home. And so, that's... And then he was able to fit through the thing, and the the little tiny, like, door that you put over it, the yeah. flap, yeah. was completely thrown off of it. So, he went in and out. Obviously, there was no, like... Security breach or anything like that. No so, doggy yeah, door. No, door a now. grown ass man can fit through a dog door, y'all. Well, that makes me feel Get better. a little dog door or don't get one at all. Well, Chupacabra is a nice size. I'm okay. I'm just telling and you. I have to let her in now. You got a stalker? Watch out. You well, dead. You dead. Bailey today has talked me into at least getting a security camera in my house because I want to talk to my dogs. Yeah, but that's like not for the right reasons. <laughs> <laughs> But I also will feel better about knowing when people break in and all of that. But I also I also feel like I, I have this false, false sense of security. But you also look at like if I, I – we're in Texas. We both – my husband and I own guns. Bailey owns guns. We feel safe knowing we have guns. But like do you feel like if you could – if you were in a pickle, like you were being robbed, could you get to your gun fast enough? No. Mine couldn't. No, could they not. say – okay, so my husband – I could not. My husband dry fires a lot in the house and stuff like that, and um, he goes shooting on the regular because, like, you have to keep it up. It's yeah. something if you, like, don't use it, you lose it kind of thing. Yeah. Especially at night if you're asleep and your adrenaline is so high, like, you're not fully aware. So right. they say, number one, is not to actually have it uh, anywhere you can't get to it. It needs to be cocked and loaded – the That's the problem. Yep, especially with kids, like yeah. all the things. And Two they, babies in the house. Like, how do you feel about the, it? What we have is basically the finger sensors that yeah. you put your finger over and it unlocks. What a Ba-da-ba-ba. great, what a great alarm or yeah. a great box. Yeah. So that we do have. Right now, though, I'm like awful, and I have. I actually bought one for myself. Um. So, but we have a key to it. So I have my key locked into his thing. So we would have. I'd have to get in. I'd have to unlock his with his key. Then go unlock mine with my key in his thing. So I've kind of made it harder for the kids in general to get to it. But it's also kind of screwing us. But he at least has his gun if he needed it right then and there. Okay. Um. Yeah. So it, it it's a whole thing. But I have heard like having it completely accessible and loaded and ready to roll. Like actually cocked in. No safety. No nothing. Because when you're in that moment, you may not even think about oh I need to take the safety off and I've actually heard of a lady who had their someone come in their home break in and she shot them through her bedroom door didn't even know who it was and killed that person 
before they could get to her. You don't know what they're going to yeah. do to you. That's the thing to I me. Know. And I, I've also heard, though, like, if someone's running out of your house and even if they're in your home, broke in your home, and they're running away from you and you shoot them, you are in trouble. And I'm like, how is that possible? That that dude came into my home yeah, to I get mean, that's me. that's the scene in Liar, Liar, that movie from the 90s where Jim Carrey. I don't remember that. What oh, happened? my God. Well, Liar, Liar, Jim, Jim Carrey's a lawyer in it. Mm-hmm. And he's like a defensive lawyer. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, uh, somebody fell in through their sky uh, light and landed on a knife. He was coming in to rob the place. He landed on a knife because it was on their kitchen island. And he sued the family. No. And the defense lawyer, no. Jim Carrey, was like, I'd have got him money. And they were like, you're the worst human. And like, those are, you have to be prepared for that too. No. So I hate to be the person to say this, but like, shoot if you're in your home, shoot to kill and drive their body inside. No, dad says <laughs> if you're not ready to unload the whole clip into somebody, mm-hmm. do not have a gun. Yeah. It's so like if you cannot no. physically know that you can't kill somebody, don't yeah. own a gun because the worst comes to worst is you're afraid to shoot it. They grab it from you and then kill you. Yep. So it's like it's almost like it's hit or miss. Have it or don't. Have it or don't. The end. And it. I mean, we're in Texas, so, like, you don't even have to have your gun, I don't even think, registered at sometimes. Like, No, I think it always has to be I think it it now can be visible at all times. Okay, it doesn't visible, have to be hidden. It has to be registered. Okay. Like, there's no conceal and carry. It's, yeah. it's just carry okay. at this point. You don't have to have a, a... I don't even know how the law works. I don't carry You have to my, have a license for it. Okay, I was going to say, I don't have a, um, a, a conceal carry... I don't but know I that. keep mine wherever the kingdom law protects protects me, meaning my business, my home, and my car. Yeah, those are the places I carry it. Yeah. Well, I had just gone to Midland Odessa for work, and Trey packed me a lunch and snacks and a little refrigerator bag and a loaded gun. And he's like, "If you're staying in Odessa, this is not Aww. something you have to play around with." And I was just like, "Thank you so much for the Cheetos and the iced tea and the gun, because it, those are the times where." You have to be prepared to get gas if you're getting gas at 1 a.m. And you have to be prepared to use the gun if you're using the gun at 1 a.m. And I feel like, too, I just brought this up. In Midland, I feel like you were you had to be aware because that's where our house was robbed and all these things. Granberry, I have this false sense of security. Well, um, one of my shop girls had just said she she is just tiny and cute and about 4'1 or whatever she is. She's just tiny. Her mom's tiny too. And she said anytime she goes out, whether it's Walmart, but Marshall's is really bad, They people film her. Really bad? Yes. She said it's literally where she's like, stop filming me. She goes and gets a manager and the people leave. And I'm like... Girl, Who is she? My shop, one of my little shop girls. She's 19 years old. And I was just like. Who would be filming her? I'm so confused. I, this is where I was just like, pardon moi? Like, excuse me. What are you doing? Get your gun. And she goes, I'm only 19. I can't have a gun at 21. And I'm like, I guess that's true. What are you going to do? Start shooting in Marshalls. So then today, I'm a part of this um, Bad Moms of Granberry group. And it's this group, like, page or whatever. It's this, it's badass to just, like, follow. Well, she, this woman said that her and her daughter was in Walmart and a person in a ski mask and gloves. And I'm like, it's 12 o'clock p.m., midday, noon. What you, do people not see a man walking in in a ski mask? It's also 75 degrees probably in Granbury today. And nobody's calling the police. Problem is everything's so dang PC that you can't be like, um, sir, 
Are you, me? Why yeah. are you wearing that? Well, crime, if you're a crime junkie fan, be loud, be rude, be weird. Like, be all of those I've things. I've always been all those things. My mom scared the shiz out of me. When well, I, I am not. I am not be loud, be weird, be rude. Bailey's oh, I'm, like, I'm you like, fucked up my order. No, Come back here. No, I, I will look. I'm not, I'm not that awful. Okay. I'm nice to waiter people. But, you're very nice waiter people. But, but no, I, if I'm walking and there is a man walking, like, even in the vicinity of me in a parking lot, I will look. And I will look at him in dead in the eyes. Like, I see you, and I don't care if you're looking. If you don't even mean to be trailing me right now, but you're making me uncomfortable. And yes. either, one, he's a bad guy, or two, he's not. And if he's not, he's like, oh, crap. I didn't realize. I made someone uncomfortable. I oh, made shit. someone uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Or two, he's like, they say if you look somebody in the eyes, they're, like, less likely to come after you because for anything. Because you can make Because you can identify them. Well, so, I'm like, it's always good to, oh, so turn around. Funny thing face. about this Christmas, I, I was like, Mom, we should get these, the the alarms that you have on your purse, and you literally pull them. So if you're in a garage, they're like loud as hell. It's like a birdie. So it's like something. Yeah. Yes. And it's loud as hell. Yeah. So I get them. I'm so excited about them, okay, for Christmas. And then we open them, and we try them out in the house. And they're so like light that we're like this is trash like this isn't gonna save if anybody I get taken yeah they're not this even is, gonna no one's even gonna look at me okay so we had we need to go like re redo them but yeah no uh, i carry something called max alarm i'm gonna now test this because i'm like if i'm selling something that's not loud no you this. have to try it okay i'll try it yeah but either way this woman in walmart was um being followed did the guy didn't have a buggy he was following this woman and her daughter, Mm-mm. and she finally ran into her brother-in-law, and the brother-in-law was like, okay, maybe we should, like, contact the police and maybe contact the... Why are women so scared to be, like, turn around and go, stop following me? What are you doing? Like, throw a can of corn at this bitch's head. Like, we are not playing anymore. Because throw I a can at her head. <laughs> I'm not playing. I would rather have an assault charge of a can of corn than you take my ass or my kid. And then they film them. So Tori said that they literally are walking around filming her. And she will turn around and go, stop filming me and leave. And I'm like, bitch, come on. You ha- I hate that I just said her name. But stop doing, don't be, don't be uncomfortable. Don't be afraid to make a scene. Go get the managers. Call the police. Make a report. Because if your report is one of one, that's like, okay, we're aware. If your report is one of three, there are going to be cops in that presence now. There's going to be people going, this is oh, the yeah. third or fourth or fifth report of this. Make it a point. What are you showing me? Anyway, uh, no, I was, I, oh, yeah. I'm totally, I'm totally down for all these things. Like, I've been at Brookshire's here recently, and there was a guy, like, we were shopping for a girl's trip, and there was a guy, I swear to God, who's following us down every aisle, and I was just Bailey, like, this turn is. turn around and swift kick him in the No, dick. I looked at him, like, what the hell are you doing? And I made the other girls aware, and they're my, they're my friends, so they were already kind of aware, and I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh, hell no. Like, what is this? You know, like, this is people and guys especially just need to realize like even if you don't like mean to mean to you just being on top of anybody or an accidentally like going in the same direction can freak people out like they don't even know what they're doing and sometimes they're like oh my god i had no idea i'm just like behind you in a buggy yeah so okay that's a funny thing you mentioned that because there is there is, um, I, I do a lot of these trails in Granberry because we're on a lake and we're on a riverside. So we do a lot of horse trails and all this stuff. And this one woman posted today that she walked alone. So Trey had to go to Midland one day and I walked alone with the dogs. And I was like, I'm such an idiot. I didn't even bring a gun. Like, 
I'm alone on this trail in a very wooded area. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm stupid for not bringing, like, something to myself. protect yourself. Well, this woman posted, and she was like, this man followed me, and he was too close, and I was uncomfortable. And then the other person commented, and was like, girls, as a dude, like, we don't even realize, like, I may be giving my pace and making sure I stay behind, but I'm still following you because I'm on a trail, but I'm giving you space, but you still think I'm, like, behind you. So, like... So there was another time. Like, wave, be nice. Wave, be smile, nice. Say something up. then. Yes, say yeah, something. like, if that's a guy. Give me, like, your face so you know, like, if you had to report me, I'm good. Maybe don't come close. Either way, just make yourself aware. Or run past men, them, like, whatever you want to do. I didn't realize it until I was listening to Rogan and got, and Rogan, Joe Rogan on podcast was like, I didn't realize that as a dude, as a large, buff, like, working out man, I don't feel fear for my life like women do. Oh, absolutely not. Never. Well, I went to Midland for work, and I travel, and I stay in hotel rooms, and I usually get there very late at night. And I specifically told Trey, I said, I would rather almost stay in the store and, like, sleep in my store than go to a hotel room late at night. Than have to leave, yeah. He was like, what? He thinks I'm crazy for wanting to not eat alone or go into a hotel alone and never check in a hotel alone. And that night, I had an experience where someone followed me and went up onto the hotel room in the elevator, got off on the same room, or hotel like level as I did and I was just like on the phone trying to be as loud as possible yeah I'm I'm coming in will you unlock the door making him think there was someone on the other side I did all these things and I got in and I closed the door and my heart was in my fucking ears and I was just blood pressure and I locked it and I called Trey and I was like this is why I don't do this and he was like what are you talking about I was like exactly what and he was like actually I'm so sorry I didn't validate what you were saying because I, as a man, as a six foot two dude, have never thought twice about booking into a hotel or eating alone or going to the grocery store alone. I said, This is what we live with. This is what we do. This is what Tori lives with when she goes to Marshall's. And you're and she goes, This has happened more than once. And I'm like, What? So be weird, be loud, be obnoxious, throw a can of corn. <laughs> We're adding that. Bro, can of corn. Hashtag can of corn. Well, we've loved uh, catching up with you guys, and hopefully you've enjoyed our session. And here. we will get back to doing a podcast at least a month. Yes. At least. Love you guys. Okay, bye. Working, are we loud? Hello. Are we working? Are we loud? Are we, we aren't recording? Loud. We aren't loud. That's bitch. feeling great. We aren't loud. I feel like that's loud. Good for us. Okay, is that normal, though? We're going to be